Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I'm your host, John Harris, and today on Rock Metal Podcast, we have Bala, and they have a new album called Maleza, which is released on May 14th via Century Media Records. Right now, I'm being joined by Angela to share some more information about this release and what the ladies have got going on. So, Angela, welcome to the show. Thank you, John. I'm really happy to be here. Absolutely. And the cool thing is you look exactly like you do in the music videos. So this is cool. <laughs> really? Yeah. Great. Because <laughs> that doesn't always happen. I'm like, is that really the same person? And like, yeah, I had makeup on or I did, you know, whatever. But um, No, we, we, we don't really like makeup or strange clothing. We always uh, play live uh, the, in the same way that we are dressed on a Sunday morning or a Monday morning. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Now, I guess... My question about that is, I've got a couple of questions, because you mentioned playing live, which I imagine has not happened for a while. Not really, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Um, your last show, do you, were you guys testing out new material at your last show that's now showing up on this album? Um, yeah, our last show was uh, in November, here in the, in the Basque country, north of Spain, and this is this was our first show with this new situation, face mask. Everyone was sit down and with a distance from each other, and it was really strange. But we really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, it, it it was strange because we didn't know if we were going to enjoy because our music is is to 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 jump and to shout and scream and and I don't know. Uh, so it was a bit strange but we really enjoyed it. And yes, we played some of the new songs and we had a really good feedback. It it was uh, incredible. We were really looking forward to to play live again so we really enjoyed. It. Yeah. Well, it's probably I don't know, is it easier because you're just a two piece to play a show in the middle of the pandemic? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, everything is easier being just <laughs> two. Um, the only disadvantage is when we, when I say yes and she says no, and uh, nobody, <laughs> we have nobody else to say, okay, yes or no. <laughs> but no, uh, everything is cool being, being, being just two people. Everything is easier for sure. Um, the problem is that we live in different cities. We live in the different area, in the same area, sorry, but different cities. So during the pandemic, uh, we couldn't even mm, rehearse or anything. We, we couldn't move to see each other. So it was a bit hard. Yeah. How did you guys end up recording the album then? Uh, no, the album was recorded. We recorded it in November 2019. Oh, okay. And we, yeah, we, we had to wait because it didn't make sense to release the album without uh, playing live. Because normally when we release an album, we always uh, like to, to, to play and, and to, to announce a big tour. And we couldn't do that. So we said, okay, we have to wait. And we moved the, the releasing uh, date like five times maybe. Yeah. And finally we say, okay, I, we can't wait more. <laughs> it's going to be released in, in May. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, let, let, let's see what, what happens with the show. Uh, we are going to play this this year as much as we can, which is not going to happen a lot, really. But yeah, we think the big year is going to be the next one. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, probably. I'm yeah, I'm starting to see some tour dates popping up for 2022. Mm -hmm. and, and I find that 
more reasonable or feasible than some bands who are trying to sell some tour dates happening next month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Right. Let's see what happens. <laughs> but yeah. I think we, we, we have to wait a bit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, how is the situation in the Basque country? Are you guys heavily affected by the pandemic? Um, we, we live in Galicia, actually, but yeah, it's pretty close to the to the Basque country. We are also in the north. This is northwest, and yes, um, things are, are starting to change a little bit. But um, uh, I mean, the bars close at uh, eleven at night. We have to be at home after that hour. So, yeah, this is really, really, really strange. Things are starting to, to change. You can see some, some shows now, uh, but everything was, uh, um, I don't know, was, was crazy. And uh, all shows were canceled and, and were moving all the time. So, yeah. Wow. I think uh, we, we can see the light now a bit, mm-hmm. but... But yes, it's not as as bad as last year, of course, because I think that is impossible. <laughs> but but <yeah. laughs> we have to wait a bit more. You never know. Where I'm at, it is definitely worse than last year. Oh. Yeah. We are reaching our highest numbers we've ever reached. And statistically, uh, where I live, in a province called Alberta, Canada, mm-hmm. right now we are the number one per capita out of all of North America. And I think number two to India. So, Oh, fuck. Yeah. Whereas last year it was like, guys, if we just take a time out, we can bury this thing in the ground and we'll be done with it. But I'm, you know, you know, people, they didn't want to do that. So yeah, of course. Yeah. (laughs) I can imagine. Yeah. All right. I'm looking up Galicia on, on Wikipedia right now. Cause I, I was unaware. Um, this oh. is in the in the top of Portugal. This is northwest that that corner over there. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Looks fascinating. Os Pinos, the pine trees. Yeah, yeah. This is really beautiful. Yeah. We are sur- we are surrounded by the sea. Yeah, we we love where we live. This is amazing. Yeah. Okay. Now, something you mentioned was. Uh, we have a couple of albums here, 2015, 2017. Obviously, it makes sense then two years later, you're working on the next album release, 2019. With the third album, though, with Maleza, what were you guys looking to do differently from, say, Human Flesh and Lume? Okay. Um, I think uh, Human Flesh was like an experiment because we were playing together for like two months <laughs> when this album came out. We were like, okay, well, let, let's do this song and let's record them. You know, we were so excited with a new band and new, new stuff, so let's record it. And it, it was recorded live. Uh, we were playing together, drums and guitar were, were recorded live, and then the, boy, the vocals. And, and I don't think it really represents us because we didn't know what we wanted to do. We were mm, trying to find wh- what we wanted to be as a band. Uh, so, yeah, I think Lume represents our more, has our personality. And we changed the language, too, because Human Flesh was in English. We, we don't really know why. Uh, yeah, that that's just because we were trying things, and yeah, let's see what happens with these songs. Uh, let's do them in English, and this album 
uh, was sold out in like three or four months. And we were so shocked with that. We were like, oh my God, yeah, people like it. Wow. Uh, perfect. <laughs> and <laughs> but then when we started to work on the, on the next songs for Lume, we said, okay, um, we need to change the language because I don't know, it's more honest to me um, to sing in, in our language. I don't think that English is like the universal language for rock and roll. I think you can make really good songs in other languages. And also it, it's important because when we play here in Spain, um, people didn't, didn't sing along these English songs. But when we changed the language, everyone was singing along during the shows and we were like, okay, that's it. That's the way we have to, <laughs> to do this. And yeah, we, we changed the language. And also Lume is like uh, much heavier than the previous one. Uh, it's like more raw, intense and, and energetic probably. Uh, and Maleza is similar to Lume. But it has also some new things. Uh, for example, there's a bass in three of the songs. Pony Witrago from Nashville Pussy plays bass in, in three songs. Mm -hmm. And also we play with the vocals because V and me, we have like really different voices, really different vocals. And we, we like to play with that, which we didn't do in the previous albums. And yeah, what else? Mm. I don't know. This, uh, these are probably the, the biggest differences. I think that this last one, Maleza, is the, the, the heaviest of the three albums. The, I, this, I, I love how it sounds. Mm -hmm. It sounds yeah. dirty and nasty and filthy and disgusting in all the right ways. That's perfect. That's what I wanted to hear. <laughs> <laughs> like you guys mic'd up a chainsaw through a broken amp. It's perfect. Yes, that's, that's it. <laughs> well, and especially for a duo where it's just guitar and drums and the record comes out blasting at me with a wall of sound. Uh, do you mind going into the production of the album? How did you guys do that? Especially as a guitar player, how did you get that sound? If I were to see you live, how do you get that sound? Um, we always try to do on our albums what we are going to, to do in our shows. Um, it's really interesting to experiment when, we, when you are recording an album, but we don't really want to introduce elements that we are not going to have then in our shows. So when I play live, I have my guitar amp and also my bass amp. I play with, with the two of them at the same time normally. I sometimes change uh, from one to, to the other, but normally I, I play with the, with the two of them at the same time. So, yes, I think um, you can recognize the, the sound of the album when we play live because of that. Uh, there are just two elements with those two amps and these energetic drums and we two screaming. So, yeah, that's what, what, what we want to, to show, what we want to transmit. Nothing else. No tricks. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's cool. I'm throwing a, a bass amp in there. Um, do you have any per like effect pedals that you use, like a... I don't know, H, like an HM2 or something? I mean, it just sounds nasty. I, I, um, <laughs> the, the, the pedal that I always uh, use, it's a really, really heavy fuzz 
uh, which is made by a friend of mine. He makes pedals, and and I said, okay, give me the the heaviest you you have, and I love this pedal. I I am playing with this one from I, I have been playing with it like for five years more or less and I don't want to change it mm. and also I have like I, I can't say the word in English maybe an octavator is that right yeah. octavator yeah. yeah with plays like an octave uh, up or, or down yep so yeah because, so to 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 have like a bass also uh, uh, with the guitar and, and yeah, some delay sometimes in, in some songs, and that's it. Uh, just four or five pedals, no more. Yeah. Now, something else you mentioned was adding a bass guitar on a few tracks on the album. Um, I guess just why? Yes, um, we love Bonnie with Drago. We love uh, uh, how she plays, and we became friends when we played in Australia. We played in Melbourne at this festival called Cherry Rock, and and there were playing yeah, Nashville Pussy, also Brand Bjork, The Dwarfs, and many many bands, <clears throat> which we love, and we became good friends, as I said. And when when we played in the state three years ago in California, she came to the shows, uh, and we said, okay, we could so maybe do something together for the next album. And I sent her the the first songs, and and she said, okay, please let me introduce a, ba a bass in that in that songs. It was going to be just one song, but it, it, they were finally three because she was really into it, and and of course we 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 love uh, her work, and she wanted to to respect uh, the guitar because of the of the reason I told you before, because um, I hope we can play live with her um, someday, but I don't know if that's going to happen. Right. So she wanted to respect the, the line of the guitar and the sound of the guitar. Uh, and I think it's, it's really cool because it adds uh, the, this, this bass sound, but you um, can uh, feel like it's really similar to the guitar. Yeah. Cool. This album, Maleza, does it have a theme to it? Like a concept, you mean? Could be a concept. Uh, concept mm -hmm. can be pretty heavy, like an actual storyline, or it could be something even just loosely holding the record together. Yeah. Um, uh, some of the songs are connected uh, to, to the others. But like the general theme of the of the album is um, okay. Lume means fire in Galician language, and this was our second album. Everything is burned. This is like an apocalyptic <laughs> album or something like that. Uh, the the final song in Lume is like really dark. And Malesa, I don't know if you if you know the 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 meaning of this word. It's like the um, like the like the weed, not not the weed you smoke, the other weed, like the, <laughs> the yeah. plants yeah. that 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 grow up in any in any corner where there's no light, there's nothing, and then you can see a plant um, growing and and some flowers blooming, and uh, I mean this is like an act of resistance, something like that. When you think there's nothing there, there's no light, then a plant comes out. This is the the maleza. So this has like an optimistic message, something like that. 
okay, after the fire where everything is destroyed, yeah. there are some plants and there's some light coming. And, and yes, this um, album is also an angry album, for sure, a furious album, but it has this optimistic message. Like, um, there can be life mm, after the, the darkness, mm-hmm. something like that. Cool. I dig it. Yeah, I looked up the word on Google, maleza, and in Spanish it means undergrowth, but mm-hmm. in, in Galician it means weeds. And what's kind of interesting is the way that you would describe the kind of weeds that they are is kind of similar to that undergrowth as well. Like you lift up a rock or something and there's... Exactly. Yeah. That's it. You, you don't expect mm, to be that there and then you find uh, flowers and plants. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of like my email. I wasn't expecting to find Bala there, but then Bala came into <laughs> my email and I was like, whoa, what is this? <laughs> Girls with chainsaws. Um, cool. Were you guys already signed to Century Media or did you use this album to get signed to Century Media? Um, we started to to work with another... Um, okay, we, we were working with a smaller office here in Galicia uh, with them, we we released our first, our our second album, and when the band started to grow up, we started to play all around the world. They said, like, okay, girls, you have to maybe grow up a little <laughs> bit and find a bigger office, or I don't know. And this this was um, amazing, and we started to work with this office called Holy Cuervo in Spain, mm-hmm. um, with with bands uh, such as Tundra or Angelus Apatrida, which are really big bands here, yep. and when we started to work with them, we were like, okay, we, we I mean, the priority was to find a, a, a big label for this third album. Right. And we had some other options. We were having some other conversations. But the best proposal we, we had was this one from Century Media. We read it and we read the contract and we were, okay, we, we, we like this. And we, we finally signed with, with them. Which is amazing. Uh, if you tell me this like five years ago, I wouldn't believe it. <laughs> yeah. You were just getting your brand new fuzz pedal five years ago. Mm. <laughs> and that's it, exactly. <laughs> that's right. Well, if you know Guillermo of Angeles Apartrida, then please say hi to uh, Guillermo. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. I will, I will. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, that pedal... Does he sell them? Like for the gear nerds that are listening in right now that are like, I want that fuzz pedal. Is, it, is there like a website they can go to? Um, yes, the, yes. This is called. Let me check because this is a bit strange name, but this pedal is amazing. So you you need to find it because <laughs> I'll post it on the show notes. Can you see the name? Barullo FX. Barul OFX. Okay. Yeah. Dot com. Dot com. Perfect. We're going to take a look for all the gear nerds listening in, especially those Perfect. fuzz pedals. Yes, you you should. <laughs> yeah, because people get bored of the Big Muff, you know? Yeah, I love the Big Muff, but mm, it was not enough for Bala. <laughs> 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 but I love it. I love it. It's one of my favorite pedals. But uh, we were, I, I actually have two Big Muffs. But I, we, I was like, okay, I want something else. I don't know. Yeah, a little bit more. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. A little bit moss. Okay, yeah. beautiful. We chatted about playing shows in a pandemic, which was cool. I think you guys are actually the first band I've chatted with who's 
outside of Australia, because Australia is a different story. They're like back to normal. But um, someone in Europe who's like played at a show and everybody's sitting down is weird, but you did it and that's cool. Uh, the new album, what went into the new album and adding a bass guitar and a few tracks. Um, we chatted about the effect pedals. We chatted about Galician culture a little bit, how you guys have pine trees. And it, I would probably feel at home uh, there because of the pine trees and the sea. Remind me of Vancouver, Vancouver, Canada. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. I would love to, to go to Canada. Beautiful. I really would. Yeah. It'd be great to, to have you on. We chatted about Hiermo over at Angel Zapatrida. Mm-hmm. Um, cool dude, Doug, chatting with Guillermo, and then signing to Century Media, and what else did we chat about? We chat about a lot of stuff. Uh, three, yeah. mu- three music videos that are currently available that will be on the show notes, Agitar, Mi Orden, and Hoy No. And actually, there are four. There's X. Oh. X. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to have to go, go add that guy. And you guys are stealing a car in one of these. I think it me yes. ordered. Yeah, were you? Uh, oh, oh no, the oh. second, the second single. Oh no, yes. <laughs> That's a imp- pretty good car. We want this. We we would love to go on tour with this car. Yeah, and then you guys stole it and made a music video out of it, and there we go. Yeah. Cool. All right. So yeah, I've got the music video for X. I'm gonna go ahead and post that on the show notes as well. And there's also a live at Estudo Banobo. Yes. Okay. Um, this, I think this was recorded by the end of uh, yeah last last year, and this is pretty cool. This is the place where we rehearse. Okay. Which is which is also a, a recording studio, so we wanted to to record this rehearsal. Yeah, because you had mentioned that you guys are in different cities. Or, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that allows you guys to meet somewhere to get together and do your thing. Yes, this is pretty difficult sometimes. Uh, but we, what what we do is like mm, we want to to um, I don't know the word in English for this to aprovechar el tiempo mejor. Uh, um, Make best use we, of your time. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, we could maybe uh, rehearse like uh, four days a month, like three hours per day. But we sometimes do just one day, but the full day. And morning, evening, and night, <laughs> everything in just a weekend. So this is pretty intense, and we work a lot, a lot, a lot, because um, um, it is great to play together. Uh, we, we make, uh, we understand each other really, really good. It's like if I knew what she's thinking, uh, the same, the, the other way. And we'll, we make songs really, really fast. So playing together is, is great, and rehearsing together is, is, is great. And when we um, um, are together for a weekend, we can make m- maybe like a new album in <laughs> just one weekend. It's great. <laughs> cool. Yeah. All right. Well, Angela, thank you so much for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast today. Thank you, John. It was a pleasure. Nice to meet you, and I hope we can see life someday. Mm-hmm.